Hi, I'm Sally. I'm Linda. And I'm Ming. Pour yourself a cup of tea and join us for this week's episode of Moving Oolong. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 78. Today, we're going to be having a special guest on, and we're going to be talking about something that is fun to some, but not particularly to me. Uh, it's spooky season, so you know we had to get a little bit into it, into the spooky side of things, and talk about all things ghosts, schools, um, Goatman, of course. So stay tuned. Uh, but first, we're going to be doing our weekly recap. So I guess we should start with Linda. Linda, what was your week like? Um, nothing much happened. Oh, I guess over the weekend. Yeah, I like (laughs) nothing much happened. (laughs) I fucked off to Ohio for like four days over the weekend. Um, to see Em's friend's flute recital, and I tried my best to enjoy Ohio and to enjoy Buckeyes. Um, Mm -hmm. but the drive was really nice too because we went over Pennsylvania, so it was very scenic. Um, mm-hmm. and we got to see OSU a bit in the library it was really nice. I very much enjoyed it. Um, what else did I do? Oh, uh, I had dinner with Vincent, my big, who was also on the podcast a bit. And we ran into an old college, like <laughs> classmate, I don't know. And that was really nice. Cause it felt like running into someone familiar in a city still gives me like that kind of rush I guess mm-hmm. of familiarity so that was really nice and that was kind of it uh work is horrible recently <laughs> um because I've been doing more responsibilities and stuff like that so mm-hmm. hopefully that will get better um but it was a nice weekend um, was that your first time in Ohio yeah it was my first time in Ohio we uh, it was Columbus, but mm-hmm. apparently not like actual Columbus because OSU is like pretty much his own city. Mm. And you liked it? Yeah. Well, I when I told my mom it, that we went to Ohio, she was so excited. She's like, wow, then like going back to like because that's our home state. Mm-hmm. And then I told her you were basically just on like OSU's campus the entire weekend. And she's like, oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I do want to go back. I want to see that field of like human-sized corn. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't even know about that, like the main attraction. Mm-hmm. We did talk to like OSU or like Ohio natives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was that was cool to make some some small talk with them. Yeah. Was it more country like than here? No. Oh. It's pretty much the same, except like they saw at Walmart. Like- Oh, <laughs> when she heard that you just stayed like in Columbus, she's like, oh, she won't get the full country experience. I want to get the whole country experience. <laughs> because to your mom's hometown. Do I do, but oh, like the gosh. signs are kind of scary too because they're all like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Biden sucks, no socialism. Yeah, yeah those are like everywhere. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sally? For me, uh, it's just back to work, back Ugh. to the grind. <laughs> Ugh, work sucks. I had a presentation this week and it was like more stressful preparing for it than it should have been because I wasn't even the main presenter. I was just like added on at the end because it was my collaborator's presentation. But anyways, my mentor was really he's he always gets really like stressed about these presentations. He wants to perfect 
kind of perfect the presentation before. Mm. Um, and after the presentation, they made us like we were all postbacks, and they made us all like sit in a at a Teams meeting, like the same room, with all the PIs that were in the meeting. So like. I think like five or six different PIs, which, you know, PIs are like the top of the food chain in the research <laughs> world. And they were just like grilling us. Well, first telling us like their critiques of our presentation. Oh my gosh. And then they're, it's kind of like what happened during my honors thesis defense back like mm-hmm. in undergrad when I defended my defense and they were like, tell me what I could have done better. And then they're also like asking us about our plans for this future. <laughs> so that was like I was not expecting that going into the presentation but it was interesting do you think your Uh presentation skills have gotten better because didn't you do a presentation earlier for your job I'm always doing presentations for the job it's just a thing in research I guess but (sighs) it's hard to gauge I feel like I'm less stressed about presentations but Mm. My mentor being stressed makes me more stressed about it because I, when I make my presentation, I'm like, oh, it'll be fine. Like, I'll just wing it on the spot. But then he's like, <laughs> you need to be like very confident about what you're saying. And he uh, always picks out like he, I mean, he's good at picking out what I did wrong. But uh, when I'm making it myself, I don't see all these like flaws in my presentation. So like in my, in my mind, it, I'm okay. But then after he picks through my presentation, I'm like, oh, it's actually really bad. Aww. But anyways, besides work, um, I think my only update is that we've been doing a lot of climbing. Mm. I went to Columbia and then I went to Rockville. Like I went to Columbia over the weekend and then I went to Rockville on Monday as our usual, you know, thing. And then we went to Crystal City on Friday. So mm-hmm. three different gyms within a week. Um, but I guess I've been leveling up along with Ming because we yeah. sent B3s last night. Yeah. Leveled up. What yes. do, what is your favorite gym of the three ET gyms? Hmm. I think our home gym is it just <laughs> feels more safe, but I like the climbs in Columbia. Well, I like the spacing, like how how much less people there are and like how the walls are more spaced out. Mm-hmm. And the climbs are interesting, but I think they're harder than Rockville. Like I mm. couldn't even try any V3s there. I was stuck on some V2s. Um, but there are some V2s that were really easy in Columbia, whereas in Rockville, when we were going on Monday, some of the V2s were like really hard for some reason. So it depends on each yeah. place, like for the level of difficulty. I don't know, but I don't like Crystal City. <laughs> Bottom line, like Maybe it should not you had to be drive there. so far. Okay, that I had to drive like an hour from Frederick. Um, mm-hmm. It's in the basement of this corporate building, really which seems so strange. Like, it's so wrong. It's like a cave in the middle, of, <laughs> in the bottom of like a glass, like floor to ceiling glass building. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it shouldn't be there. <laughs> it's not natural. <laughs> I agree with you, though. I feel like the setting and the, yeah. the level of difficulty is all over the place, depending on where you go. But I do like Columbia. I think that's the best yeah. setup. Columbia is nice. It's peaceful. Mm-hmm. It's not intimidating. They don't have like the little 10 year old kids running around everywhere. <laughs> Although there are he's some. He's not just a 10 year old not. kid. He's, uh, wait, what is he? 13. I, I always want to call him Jonah. Oh, yeah. What is his name? Ming made Juna. a lot of Juna. friends this Juna. week at the climbing gym. <laughs> yeah. She was talking up 13 year olds, 26 year olds. Gotta talk them up. You know, gotta get the full age range of climbing <laughs> expertise. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, I, I finished Squid Game this week too. That was no spoilers. Very fun. <laughs> no spoilers, but if you want to chat about Squid Game, you can talk to me. And my mm. friend Tyler has been sending me all these TikToks <laughs> about Squid Game and about his characters too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I expect to see a lot of Squid Game characters this Halloween weekend. You dressing up as Squid Game character? Mm-hmm. Not me. Other oh. people. <laughs> you could. That is all. What about you, Ming? How was San Francisco? How was your in and out virginity? Yeah, I almost forgot taken? about San Francisco before you brought it up because I feel like so much has happened since. But I guess to go back, San Francisco to where I left off, it was a really good time. My uh, my in and out virginity was taken and it was pretty good. Um, although, Sally, I think you might hate me. Okay, don't, don't, don't. You didn't get the animal. Get too mad, but I did get you the animal didn't. fries. But I didn't like burger. them. I did not what? get the animal burger. I did not like the animal fries. Surprisingly, which I was honestly shocked. I thought that I would love them because I love any like chili cheese fry, any like topping fries. So I loved the cheese, but there was something sweet in it, and it was like the sweet that was throwing me. Is there like I a think relish? It's the caramelized or onions, which is weird because normally I like caramelized onions, but I don't know. I like I was picking for the ones that were or uncovered bacon bits or something. I don't Maybe. know. It was. I don't know. Eh. But the burger was pretty good. It was pretty cheap, too. So, And we got it at like 10 o'clock at night. So it was like the perfect like junk food <laughs> kind of like stay up late kind of eating. So it was mm-hmm. really good. And I guess the rest of my trip was like really nice. Um, I don't know what this says about me, but I think one of the highlights of the trip was the fact that I went climbing three times. <laughs> she was going on beast mode. <laughs> <laughs> and, which is weird because it's like, I normally hate going to restaurants that you can find in in your home place, like when you yeah. go to a new place. But climbing, I guess, kind of especially going with um some of Stefan's friends that live in the area, it felt like very natural, very homey, like something I would do if I actually lived there. Mm-hmm. So I liked that part a lot. And I got to meet some of his friends. And I don't know, it was very nice to do that. And I did feel like, oh, I'm going climbing on vacation kind of thing. <laughs> but the rest of it was really nice. I think the later half of the week, we did more of the touristy things. So I was able to tell my mom all about the Golden Gate Bridge and like the Lombard Street and everything like that. So mm-hmm. it was fun. And the flight back was cold, but it wasn't too bad. So it was a good trip overall. I'm already like checking Google flights for like the next time I can go or maybe <laughs> go somewhere else. I, I feel like because of COVID, when we'd been like stuck in the same house and then eventually the same city and like area, I finally like burst out of it. And now I want to like travel. Like I'm ready to make plans for Austin, for Hong Kong, for like all these different places. And maybe it's too soon, but like I'm itching to go somewhere else now. Yeah. But I guess besides the trip, um, apartment update, I've officially like signed my lease, paid the rent. It was a pain in the butt to pay rent because we were doing all this money transfers and stuff like that. But it's all done now. And I moved my bed in today. So it like seemed really real, real like sitting on my bed in my room. So I'm not ready Yay. to fully move, though. We not can yet. finally do our living alone series. <laughs> yeah. Well, stay tuned for out. all that content. Apartment hunting content, living alone content. Yeah, that's the whole reason I decided to move out. We've been waiting for Ming to move so we can record all this content for you guys. Yeah. 
I think those are the biggest updates. Work was, of course, painful to get back to, but it's like something you have to do, I guess. So today we have our good friend Nick here on our episode of Scary Stories, Urban Legends, Myths, and things like that. So very happy to have you. Nick, do you want to introduce yourself? Um, We're good friends from college, but do you want to say more about what you've been up to lately? Yeah, uh, my name's Nick Stacker. Yeah, these are my good friends. I've known them since we were like babies. We go way, way back, but like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's nice to it's nice to talk to you all, ladies and uh, people listening to this episode. I haven't been up to much. Uh, I've been going to work a little bit. I like to play games when I'm not at work. Uh, you only play Smash. I only play Smash Bros. Yeah. So if y'all play Smash out there, hit me up. Send me your code or some shit. I'll beat your ass. But uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Thanks for the introduction, Nick. (laughs) Nick is very qualified to be here on this episode. (laughs) Yes, I know all about. What is your qualification, Nick? I'm I'm well versed in the. um, What is it? The dark the dark magic or some shit or the (laughs) dark matter? No, no, no. um, Dark matter. Dark. What do they call it in like the Conjuring when they're like, I'm a specialist in like the paranormal activities or something when they show up to the scene Mm. and like my daughter's freaking out, she's spazzing and all that, like she's tied to the bed and he's like, Don't worry, like I'm versed in like dark arts or something like that. That's me. Yeah, basically Buzzfeed unsolved. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So do you want to start off with myths or legends that we know? Or All right, I'll start us all off because she's been waiting. I'll bring up a recurring character in our <laughs> podcast episodes, but I don't think we ever really dived. Host. Huh? The fourth host. He's practically the fourth host of this podcast. <laughs> Anyways, I don't think we ever um, dive really deeply into who he is and, you know, what he's been up to recently. So... Let me introduce him to y'all. So <laughs> he is the goat man. We're going to talk about the goat man. And this is an urban legend local to our area. Um, he was first seen in PG County in the early 1970s. And he lives in the USDA forest between where Ming, Linda, and I live. So <laughs> in our neighborhood. <laughs> um, he was first seen because... Or first, like, people started talking about him because of these disappearances and deaths of some dogs in Bowie. And then people, like, started seeing him in the woods in, at USDA. And apparently he's this uh, half-man, half-goat creature that carries an axe. And he's six, fo- six feet tall. So that's a goat man. Um, a little fun. Six feet tall? He should have played yeah, ball. Yeah, six feet tall and carrying an axe. He should have been in the NBA. My man's doing the wrong stuff in his life. <laughs> Go ahead. So there's like several um, theories about his origin story, but I think the most credible and legit sounding one is that. So the origin of the Goat Man is he was he used to be a man called Doctor Stephen Fletcher. Also, the goat man Stephen is seen Fletcher. all around Fletchertown Road, so maybe that has a relationship. Uh, but anyways, um, as the legend goes, his obsessive quest to save his wife's life led to the creation of one of America's most terrifying urban legends. 
So while Fletcher was working for the USDA in Maryland, oh, USDA is the U.S. Department of Agriculture, by the way, his wife fell seriously ill and she went into a coma-like state. And then he was so desperate to save her, he began experimenting on a like a range of new technologies, including gene splicing. And when he ran out of options, he became more of a recluse. <laughs> and then he was so crazy that he spliced the genes of a goat with his human lab assistant. And that was the creation of Goatman. Oh, so Dr. So Fletcher lab isn't assistant. the goat. It's the lab assistant. It's, it's like a fail, Dr. Well, Frankenstein's. a crazy lab experiment. Wait, wait so what happened this... to the doctor? Wait, wait. What's up with him? He's not the goat man. I don't know. So. He probably got killed by the goat man because he's six feet tall and holds an axe. <gasps> okay. Okay. This is like a plot line for like a Marvel movie, yeah. but like a BC level Marvel This is crazy. Movie. Wait, have y'all seen, uh, y'all know the anime Full Metal Alchemist? Oh, yeah. yeah. They probably did some alchemy you know, in this. There's like a scene where this dude like goes crazy and he like combines the DNA of his child with uh, the dog. like the DNA of his dog. The, and that was like very hard to like watch. Yeah. That was very hard to watch. <laughs> it reminds me of that. And then that dog mutant. Yeah. Wait, how did that we was first so hear of the goat man? William told us, I think. I think, yeah. William? He was spreading yeah, rumors. Mm-hmm. It was very Have organic. you ever heard of him? Nick? Have I ever heard of him? Uh, hell no. Yeah. The Goldman. <laughs> Wait, where is it? Not in your Where's neighborhood. It's Fletcher Road. Yeah. Fletcher Town Road? It's in Beltsville somewhere near USDA, I guess. Well, we should is. hit that place up. Go yeah. searching for him. We should. Yeah. We should go I'm find him. Go people have been seeing oh, I'm him. I see this man. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, Wait, let me Nick, tell you where you... people have seen him. Mm-hmm. So, besides Fletcher Town Road, um, there's also this like bridge called. Uh, what is it called? Crybaby Bridge, uh, where uh, people also see like a baby floating in the river oh, no. under the bridge. Oh, but no. apparently, that's also where Goatman lives. And then there's also this like Lover's Lane, which is Fletcher Town Road. But Goatman preys uh. on couples who come to Lover's Lane to spend time together. That's not cool. Also, apparently, he attacks the man <laughs> and then like he acts sex with the woman and then kills her uh. afterwards. Whoa, okay, that got Bro, really dark. I don't- <laughs> Well, why is he out to play on happy folks just like trying to have a date or something? He just hates couples. He's a bitter, bitter. Maybe because he can't man. get a girl. Incel or something. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, I was going to ask you, what is your, I don't know the best word, what is your appetite or like level of interest in like spooky things? Like, do you go out of your way to like pay money and watch horror movies? Uh, Are you that right, kind of person? Let me tell you my, my spooky story, origin story. So when I was a kid, right, I was like five or four and I came into the basement one day and my dad was watching Chucky, right? And then uh, that shit spooked me really, really bad. And it like gave me chills. I couldn't sleep for a while. So then from that that point on to like like college, I I never watched a horror movie because I was terrified. I thought I'd have the same Uh experience. And then one Mm. day I watched like this movie called Sinister at college in in a dorm room and like it was actually a terrifying experience, but, but <laughs> what I realized is that like I wasn't I wasn't scared. Like once I went back to my room, I just fell asleep peacefully. Mm-hmm. My roommate was scared oh. shitless. Like he he couldn't he couldn't go to sleep. Like he was next to me. I could hear him up on the bunk bed rolling and stuff. And he was like, oh. Nick, oh. Nick, uh, <laughs> Nick, remember when that scene happened? And I was like, No, bro, I'm good. So then ever since ever since that happened, I've like been really good with horror movies and I can I can watch them. Like I'll watch them on Netflix when I have time. Oh wow. Mm. 
Yeah. That's why I, I think we should go find the goat man. I'm, I'm out. Still, I'm out. I'm out. Go to Beaver Dam Road. Such Run a over road. a six foot tall goat man with an axe. I mean, that's the only we solution. That's what I'm thinking of when I'm driving. She has a tiny car. <laughs> go faster. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, what are you guys' uh, horror origin movies or horror origin mm-hmm. stories? Do you watch movies? I mean, you can guess mine. I don't participate in that. I feel like the only time I've ever watched horror movies is because I was peer pressured to watch them. Mostly by you two. <laughs> peer pressuring me to watch some like, what was it? Was it was a beach week, oh. Linda. Remember we watched? I wasn't um, there. It was, was it the Sally Virginia then? Beach one. The Conjuring. Was- yeah. And I like hid under the covers the whole time. <laughs> and I I, I'll never it. pay to watch one That's week, Ming. Uh, yeah, that yeah, was bad right? too. No, I'm not. I don't play around with that stuff. I'm not watching a horror movie like willingly, willingly, unless I'm like chained in the room. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no other option. We didn't chain you. I know, but week. I didn't want to leave because everyone was there. So FOMO can sometimes <laughs> beat out my fears, but I don't like scary movie. I don't like mm. that is not a thing for me. Linda, not you're even fine. Scary movie, the movie. I've never even seen that. Okay, as a kid, I was even scared of Casper the Friendly Ghost. Where he's like that he's, is he's, my level of he's fear. He's friendly. What? It literally says it in the title. I know. Okay, but I wasn't scared of him. I was scared of his like two like the two bad ghosts, the like the henchmen kind of ghosts. Okay. Anyways, yeah, I, I'm not good okay. with scary. <laughs> Linda, uh, I feel like I'm between Ming and Sally. Nick is probably like the highest threshold. <laughs> out of us um i feel like i'm fine if i'm with other people because then you're kind of removed from the experience but like when the lights are off and you have like that surround sound uh, i can't i can't do it but i did willingly go to the forest haven asylum when i was pretty young this was like in middle school it's like a thing to go there um and this is another like local thing so it's like an abandoned mental hospital in maryland and it's actually like a very sad story since after it like the resources were gone people were like killing the patients and like burying them around the place um and i don't know why we went went there this was like yeah Mm -mm. it was like stupid kid shit Mm -mm. um and it was like it was very scary just because of like the atmosphere and then we like we told the security guy that we were doing photography or something and then he oh just let God. us in i don't know but it was like the thrill of going to that place was more palatable than watching a scary movie because sometimes they like tap into themes that are like very uh like thrillers and stuff are like sometimes more scary mm. than like actual like stabbing or like stuff mm, like that yeah yeah Wait, Linda, I was surprised that you were spooked by my GPS horror story because those kind of things don't scare me. It's, it's so more real, of like the very Ming. supernatural thing. What is your GPS horror story? My GPS horror story, very briefly, was just about the idea that like basically in this day and age, we trust our GPS to like guide us to new places, like kind of like without question. So like what if someone had hacked into the system or it kind of like had its own intelligence and like took over and like took you to some place where someone killed you basically was... What yeah. I was imagining. So, I don't know about the killing. Things are driving down scary. Scary. the a dark roots. road. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Yo, I wish my GPS was because yeah, we were actually in the situation. But supernatural um, stuff is more scary to me than like a murder or something like that. 
So I'm surprised, Linda, you were like, shivering. Well, if I even think of the goat man when we're on the dark road, I like get goosebumps. <laughs> Bro, the goat man is not scary. But your GPS is like... driving that road at night. I love you how love spooky it? it is. Yeah. Okay, Sally, you need to tell your um, origin spooky story. Mm, my origin? I don't know. When I was little... I was kind of spooked by scary stuff. Like I remember, I watched Coraline, and I thought that was scary. Mm, that I, like, scary. I was very spooked. Yeah, she was like sewing the buttons or whatever. That was so. I don't uh-huh. know. I don't remember much of it, but I was very scared, and I had nightmares about it. But I don't know. I just grew up, and I was like fine with it. When we watched all those movies at uh, Beach Week, I think that's when I realized that my tolerance for scary stuff was pretty mm-hmm. high. Yeah. Also, I'm not scared at like the creepy aspects. I'm more scared at the thriller, like the jump scene, jump scenes when things jump at you. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Other than that, well, Loki. For a second, I thought your door just opened up by itself. It kind of freaked me out. <laughs> it was a ghost. Spooky. <laughs> That's why I turned around. <laughs> we actually today when we were when I was at my a new apartment in DC, I was like putting together my bed, and we started hearing this like really loud kind of sireny kind of noise coming from Sebastian's room and he wasn't there like he was not in the house at all we went into his room and the tv was on <gasps> yeah <laughs> thankfully my mom was, was there so I was like turn that off right now turn it <laughs> off was playing. it was just like static like <gasps> which is like one of the urban myths that I heard in middle school when I was younger was that like when you like switch channels and you get to like a staticky like fuzzy channel that doesn't show the picture that like someone's gonna like jump out and like like bring you into the TV or something like that. Huh? I thought like, like aliens are communicating. No, I got shivers thinking about this. Okay, Yo, ET scared me. <laughs> ET? Yeah, but he's friendly. But he's so ugly. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just ugly things scary. <laughs> okay, what is our next um urban myth or topic, I guess? A bloody Mary. Bring oh us gosh. back to the chain I, I letters in middle school. <laughs> okay, so Bing, you wanna introduce it? Um Bloody Mary was a big part of my elementary school life, honestly. Like, she played a big role. She stopped me from peeing in the bathroom for, like, a two years straight. Because when I was in elementary school, the, the myth of Bloody Mary was going around. It's, like, the idea you go into the bathroom, turn off all the lights, and you, like, turn around a certain number of times and you say Bloody Mary. And then she, like, appears in the mirror all bloody and stuff like that. Oh, getting shivers. And um, this one kid... <laughs> <laughs> this one kid said that like he went into the bathroom and he did it and he saw her so for the rest of the school year i refused to use the bathroom at the school not just that bathroom but any bathroom in that school because i thought that she might appear um so i just held my pee until the end and then like when i went home i would like fully release my bladder but i, I was just so scared of her because someone said that they saw her and i believed it i guess maybe i'm just like I was very naive when I was little, so just the mention of her sometimes kind of gets my skin crawling because I think it takes me back to like how I felt. But did you guys have Bloody Mary or have you done Hell it? Yeah. The sorry. No, 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 I, 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 haven't, I haven't done it, but but I mean I still won't do it today just because like I have like a 
a weird fear or just like, maybe this is the one time she's going to pop up. The one time I right. say this might be true. Also, <laughs> I feel like if you give it, if you give like supernatural shit, your energy, it's more likely to happen to oh. you. You know, the people who like are super against it, they're like science is everything. Those are the people that stuff never happens to because the ghosts like yeah. sense that they don't have like any belief in it. Well, <laughs> I'm not saying this because I believe this stuff, but like, that's like the theory uh-huh. behind it. <laughs> but I did do a Bloody Mary one time because my older cousins, when I visited them in Missouri one time, I was like, yo, they've been doing this Bloody Mary thing in my elementary school. It's really scaring me. And then like one time I just went to the bathroom and they came in there and turned the lights off and grabbed me and grabbed me. I was trying to run out and they were flushing the toilet and shit. And they just kept saying Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. I I was like damn near in tears trying to escape. Like, no, no. Like kissing them. I would actually hurt them to to, like let me out of that bathroom. I would... Oh my god! I think that, but that like helped me with the fear. Like I was never scared of it again. Oh, because nothing happened. But actually, I oh, guess I am still a little Ming scared because I won't do it now. No, do not. If you guys do that at the end of this friendship, podcast <laughs> over. Friendship over. Do not do that to me. That was biting them and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Scared oh my, my god. <laughs> were they surprised that you acted that strongly? No, or? they were laughing. It was funny to them. <laughs> oh my gosh just the idea of that uh what about you linda and sally bloody no. mary were you locked in the bathroom i feel with like her? bloody mary didn't make it to my school also because yeah. i went to a christian school i don't know that has Wait, i went to a christian school though for that was why school. it was so strong but in middle school we had that thing with the girl from the ring is like under your bed if you don't pass on this chain text to uh. 10 other people <laughs> Read a chain text. It's, like, it's so funny. Oh, I don't have the one for the girl from the ring, but I have the one from Bloody Mary. So I'll just summarize. I'll read some excerpts from the email. This is an email back in the day, you know. So the subject is death by Bloody Mary. And the <laughs> first line is, no. this email has been cursed. Once opened, you must send it. You are now cursed. You must send this on or you'll be killed tonight at 12 o'clock a.m. by Bloody Mary. This is no joke. So don't think you can quickly get out of it and delete it now because Bloody Mary will come to you if you do not send this on. She will slit your throat and your wrists and put your eyeballs out with a fork. And then hang your dead corpse in your bedroom, cupboard, or put you under your bed. What's your parents going to do when they find you dead? Won't be funny then, will you? (laughs) Don't think this is a fake and it's all put on to scare you because you're wrong. So very wrong. Want to hear some of the sad, sad people who lost their lives or have been seriously hurt by this email? And then there's like all these cases. (sighs) Anyways, I'm not going to read all the cases, but it's like warning. Never look in a mirror and (laughs) and repeat Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. I killed your son. It's the end for you tonight. You are now cursed. And then it's like, uh, you have to pass this email on. So if you don't, if you pass it to no people, you're going to die. If you pass to one to five people, you're either going to get hurt or get the biggest fright of your life. And then five to 15 people, you'll bring your family bad luck and someone close to you will die. It's 15 to 25 or more people, you're safe. Which if that's I got a lot that of people. shit in middle school, I'd be sending it to my entire contact list. <laughs> like everybody was going to be getting <laughs> Oh my gosh. I never got those though, the chain emails. I guess I just ignored really them. I got so many. Or I sent it to like one person as a joke. Yeah. Did you ever send them, Linda? I would just send it Which to the, like, the get, same Linda? three people. We just send it to each other. It was like, <laughs> oh, like that. It was like <sighs> curse. And then someone's gonna like beat you up in the parking lot after school or something like that. <laughs> um <laughs> 
See, those are fine. I like that we've like those evolved from like these horror like chain emails to like the the chain texts that you get that are that, like super sexual with like a bunch of emojis like every oh, holiday it's season. Thanksgiving. Like, bro, yeah. And then yeah. it's like <laughs> this world is full I really of horny prefer those. Fucks, bro. People are so horny, it's crazy. <laughs> But don't you prefer that to like Bloody Mary chain emails? I no, certainly do. No, because it's always talking about some like squish or like it's you know how explicit <laughs> those those chain texts are. Like with, especially with yes, emojis. It, it, that I love emojis. Really yes. Like that's I don't like that. <laughs> It's water. It's water. No, it's not water. Because if you put the eggplant before it, so that's not water. Wait, before we move on, Nick, I wanted to uh, circle back to what you brought up earlier, like the how people who are probably like super scientific and like don't have any spiritual beliefs at all are like super, like they're not bothered by this at all. And I'm wondering, were you raised in like a religious family or? Yeah, I was, Back, but like, that's background? not where I got that from. I just got that from like oh. consuming so much like horror media, and like the the priest who's always doing the exorcism or something is always like, <laughs> if you give it, you give it power by like believing it. Like, don't be scared. Oh. Yeah. Have you seen it? The priest you seen it? The, the um clown movie. The clown. I saw yes. like half of it yeah. under the covers. So I was hiding my face. Yeah. Like, you just you just lose belief in it. And that's why the adults and stuff can't see it because they, yeah, like, they just like they just don't him. believe it. Yeah. Because mm. oh. like I feel like I've had this conversation with other people before where uh, I've noticed that people who were raised super religious, sometimes the things that get the most are like the, the exorcist kind of stories or like the ghost stories. Um, like because you were raised with a little bit of that belief that ghosts are real or spirits and things like that do exist, then like it's easier for you to believe in like the horror of it. But like things mm-hmm. like um, mass murdering or whatever is not does not bother me at all. But I think because I was raised in the church, like we were taught that exorcisms were a real thing and like demons are a real thing. So it's like when you see horror movies, it's like you can't forget about that tiny bit of like that sermon when you were like ten years old or <laughs> something. Mm-hmm. I'm like the opposite. The Bible can be scary. <laughs> yeah, the, that's the interesting. Bible that's like you're the opposite. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it feels so, fake like, to me. Yeah, it's definitely fake. Like I don't see it. <laughs> I believe in science. <laughs> yeah, maybe I need to believe more See, in this science. This is why you haven't been affected yet, Sally. That's why I'm not scared with these horror stuff. I guess I'm gonna but go find were, the goat man. Not for you're you. You're still man. currently being like in the church too, so that's really interesting. I don't know. If I don't yeah, see it, I don't. I don't believe it. Huh? How would I be scared by something that like doesn't exist? How do you know that 100% I guess you though? Wouldn't. There's no proof that exists. There's no proof it doesn't exist. Oh, well. Where's your proof? <laughs> I guess the proof goes either way. Yeah. Maybe you just have to stretch your imagination a little bit because I think that's what gets a hold of me. It's like after mm-hmm. watching horror movies, it's like my mind like just makes it like 10 times worse. I think worse. because there's only in movies, like in popular media, that's I'm able to separate that from reality. Because, like, you oh, know, movies, like you're anything can be made aware. up. It's, like, fantastical. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Some reality stuff is, like, scary when it's, like, a byproduct <laughs> of reality. Like, the Munchausen by proxy, like, TV show Ooh, yeah. was, like, pretty scary. Because it actually happened. And you don't know, like, how many of these situations are happening. And people don't even notice. Mm-hmm. 
Do y'all like got any scary stories scary? yourselves though? Did something happen to y'all? I actually don't oh my have goodness. anything. <laughs> Do you know? I have a couple. I have a couple. Okay. How are you scary personally? are they? Give me, yeah. Give me, yeah, like I only have two where I was like, I really can't fully explain this, but oh, <laughs> no. I guess there was one that happened <laughs> when I was really young. So I used to go to I used to go to so- I used to play soccer with this team up in Tacoma Park. It was like this little league. Uh-huh. We were like seven or eight. And there was like this abandoned house that had like construction tape around it and no one was allowed to go in there. And like one day me and my friends after practice, we were just like kicking the ball around and we saw somebody like walk over there or at least it looked like we saw somebody walk over there. It was like, this was like midday too. So we we saw somebody walk over there and there was like tape everywhere. Clearly things were like destroyed. And then we went over there. We Mm -hmm. went to go tell her like, oh, excuse me, miss. Like nobody's supposed to go over there you know like little kid shit because you think everything's safe so we go over there yeah and then we like open up the doors because we're kids and we go inside the house and i swear we we saw the like this shadowy lady she kept going into the house so we walked in there with her and then we ended up walking to like this area where you could see like stop you could see like a hole into the basement because you know how like how destroyed houses like it looked like she had walked down Uh into the basement area and then when we came in there and we looked down there there was no one there like it was completely empty, even though I could have swore we saw this lady walk down the stairs. But like oh maybe it was gosh. just like an optical illusion or some shit. Maybe that's a back door in the basement. I don't know. I don't think I can continue I know, with this podcast. Like, I don't know, but <laughs> I not, that, not that I believe that like it was actually something supernatural. It could have been explained now, but like as a kid, I was like, we were freaking out because we're like, yo, that shit, like, where did she go? There was no like it was like a basement. There's no there was no exit, and it was just a hole in the ground. So Unless so she, she never came back out. No, she never came back out. We just went home. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, like not, not that, not that like, they're not too scary, but like that was one thing that, that did. Is, there's no point in saying that you have scared me. Bro, that, that, was, that was the first story. The first one I was like, okay, I actually couldn't explain that, but I don't want to give away my secrets too fast. Okay. Okay. We'll pace them out. Right. Can we do something lighthearted? Like we need a, a palate cleanser, like. The um, what was the one we were gonna talk about? What, they're in the, the bear the costumes. Clowns? Oh, okay. Oh, the oh, clowns. Clowns. clowns are good. Right. <laughs> okay, let's do both of them to cleanse our palates, okay. please. <laughs> Wait, Sally? so Mila Kuma wants not even creepy. I mean, it's creepy mm, and it's not spooky. But basically, if y'all didn't know, Mila Kuma is actually an old man in a bear suit and he just goes around <laughs> like walking around in this bear suit <laughs> i don't know and this what is the other characters verified. in the world are though yeah this is canon they wrote about it when we went to their yeah. restaurant well, where is so. this it's in a, a cartoon oh, oh i was gonna say if he's around little- here he pop up on me i'm gonna punch him right in his shit come on <laughs> that's what scared okay you'll be fighting it's supposed off to be like all the furries, a cute like, like friendly yeah wait it's supposed to be cute yeah that's the bear is like cute. really cute yeah the bear no, is very super cute. cute they're super cute and they have like little side characters too that are also bears the chicken but is apparently the side characters aren't in suits the side characters are actually just like it's the just animal. the bears. That's us. Yeah, that's the human. There's no one in there. There's no zipper, or is oh. there? Which is a weird thing because there's like a man playing with these animals, what? like pretending to be another animal. It's even more weird <laughs> when you this? think about who the target audience is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
little children. I'm not trying to suggest anything. But... <laughs> <laughs> A lighthearted laugh. Okay. Okay, moving on to the clowns. What about the clowns? <laughs> yeah, tell us about the clowns. Linda? Ming? Uh, yeah, Linda can go. Uh, okay, so I think, Nick, would you remember this? Like the clown sightings around UMD? <laughs> A yeah, couple yeah, years I heard ago. about that. <laughs> yeah. It was then, our freshman year. Yeah, I was in 2016. And mm-hmm. basically, some truly disturbed individuals or groups would dress up as clowns <laughs> to like scare <laughs> random people around campus. Uh-huh. Do you guys see the, any clowns? Or? We never I never, saw, saw, I never clown. saw clowns. I never saw any, but I heard like someone say that there were like clowns in the like North Diner area. So like stay in your rooms. There's clowns. <laughs> um, but apparently, like the Wikipedia said, page says that this was like a national and international phenomenon. phenomenon. That shit was like, it was happening oh all God. over. Oh, I remember it was like Trump elections. elections was. Oh. I saw a video on YouTube yeah. where this like guy dressed up in a, like a killer clown outfit was waiting in a parking lot, and as people would come and walk towards their cars, he would have like a fake dead body with fake blood laying on the ground in a fucking uh, hammer, like a huge clown hammer. Oh my god! And he'd pretend to smash it and they like freak out and start sprinting. Like, it was hilarious. What do you mean? It's not real, man. Okay, no, I do agree. Clowns are like the one of my least like. The only thing scary about clowns is like if they jump out at you. Clowns are terrifying. Mm-hmm. What? I don't like clowns. Yeah, they're weird. Wait, wait, wait. I never wait, liked wait, them wait. as a kid. Wait, I never wait, thought wait, they wait. were entertaining. How are clowns like, terrifying? But you can listen to Nick tell a story about a woman disappearing into a abandoned because house. Clowns are real people. Like you can touch them. Uh, yeah, but they're like I'm, oh, another thing that terrified me as a kid. I forgot to tell you guys. At Chuck E. Cheese's, I hate that I hate that mouse so much. <laughs> So you're scared it's of so creepy. When I was a kid, you know how they do that little like singing thing on the stage yeah. and like sit there and eat I used pizza. To love that. So they like come up to you at the tables, but I wanted to go to the bathroom and it followed me to the bathroom <laughs> and was <laughs> running. Wait, wait, like, that's questionable. Sally. <laughs> I didn't go inside. Like once I was yeah, in, not inside, it stopped chasing me. But uh, that was so yeah. scary. The doll and Squid Game kind of reminded me of that Chuck E. Cheese. A rat like when i was watching yeah. it i was like uh, yeah, this shit like i've seen this before somewhere and then i had like a, the animatronic a flashback in my head to Chuck E. cheese the rat turning and looking at me and stuff and i was like oh uh, this makes sense see that sort of stuff is like not scary at all because it's like they're just costumes mm. or they're controlled oh, wait, by humans uh, do you have like that barney hatred phase in elementary school where like everyone <laughs> no, would make I, up like i remember people hated it yeah, and then they would like sing songs about him, and it'll be like really fucked up stuff. Like they're gonna punch yeah. Barney like ten times, and like <laughs> make up all these things because they just like hated Barney. My it was mom so weird. Heard me sing that song after school or something, and <laughs> I got in so much trouble for that. <laughs> what yeah. song? But the, the, the song you were talking about, where people oh, yeah, were talking yeah. about like violent acts against Barney, <laughs> and I was like singing it like as a little kid, and I was like put in time out, and probably even like. <laughs> lectured or smacked maybe but smacked yeah <laughs> um any other palette um cleansers stories that we We've have already cleansed oh, man, you just don't want to hear let's get back into it yeah i really don't, don't like i'm fine with taking a break supernatural. I... oh okay okay as long as wait, it's not wait. supernatural do you remember all that stuff that was happening in umd around that time though 
Like, do you guys remember uh, OG Legend? Huh? Do you guys don't remember that? Crickets. No. It was like that no. story about that girl Us. who was sleeping in one of the dorms, and then she woke up one day and some guy was oh. some guy was next to her. And then when yeah, and then when she oh. woke up and she screamed and he ran off. And when he got to the door, he turned around and he was like. Don't forget the name. It's OG Legend. And then he like peaced out. I remember yeah. that. And then there's another story about that. a girl who was like jogging in campus at, in, early in the morning. And then like she just turned to the left and some naked guy was jogging right next to her. And, uh, oh my there God. were a lot of naked. Uh, Where did these stories come yeah. from? Oh, like you public alerts. indecency or something? Yeah. Yeah. You and the alerts. There were so many public indecency things. Where like someone was wearing like a trench coat, like a very classic thing where <laughs> yeah, they were flasher. on the mall and they were like flashing people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, My second story takes place at UMD. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so your next story is not supernatural. No, but it's at UMD. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so the like early, early in my schooling, when I was just a young boy, 2017, <laughs> I, I went to um, I went to the varsity one night, and I was indulging in uh, the ganja. You know. <laughs> I was, uh, I, I got, I got, so this is one of my first times, uh, trying the, the green leaf and, uh, oh, it, it had a, had a, a great effect on me. So, um, uh-huh. one night I went over there to my friend Miles house and it was like two 30 at night. He offered, like, he offered to let me stay the night, but I was like, no, I'm just going to go home. And I decided not to take the bus or anything for some reason. Like I was walking from the varsity all the way back to Easton. So, uh. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like two thirty, and I was just walking near, like you know, the chemistry building and that that back area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, mm-hmm. I was. Yeah. I was. Mm-hmm. I was high. I was walking, and then like <laughs> on my little on my little walk, there was like this little white car that pulled up next to me, and like oh. at first I thought I was tripping. I was like, okay, this is just like a service car. It's just gonna drive by, and and like as I was walking, I sped up a little bit, and the car like sped up next to me, and then I thought I thought I was just like, oh, maybe my mind's just messed up, like. Maybe I'm just uh-huh. not thinking straight. So I slowed down and the car slowed down with me. Like it's right to the left of me. I'm walking on the sidewalk. It's driving next to me. And then, so so I was like, fuck it. I'm going to just speed walk. So I start speed walking and the car just keeps <laughs> like keeps pace with me. And then we get to an area where there's like a intersection. It's like in between like the J.M. Patterson building and the Biochem building. I think those are the two. Uh-huh. And like, as soon as we get to that intersection, it like turns off and makes a right and like stops like a couple <gasps> feet away from me. And then like, they just turn off the car and I have to pass that intersection. And um, so as soon as I like take a step onto the asphalt, I just start booking it. I sprinted all the way back. To, <laughs> I sprinted all the way back to my door. It, I kid you not, it took me less than like three minutes to get from uh, that area all the way up to no. <laughs> Elkton Quad because I, I was so scared and that was the, that was the one UMD incident I had where I was like damn I could have got snatched up so they didn't follow you or anything no I don't know what I don't know what anything. was going on maybe I was just being paranoid but like I swear mm-hmm. they were like they didn't raise on the window to talk to me or anything so I was like what what's going on and it wasn't one of those cars that like gives you a ticket or anything it was it wasn't a UMD car mm-hmm. it was like a regular just like a white Corolla or something it's the Corolla. It's always the white cart. <laughs> what? What do you mean? <laughs> Honestly, that was very refreshing still. That's happened to me before in my neighborhood. But not at stopped? night. Like during the day. 
yeah, where there was like a car that was driving really slow while I was walking home. And then when I sped up, it would also speed up. But that is creepy. And it's like weird because you're walking home. So I didn't want to like turn into my house and have them know where I live. So I just kept walking around my neighborhood until they stopped. It happens to my sister too. In my neighborhood. What's going on in Bowie? (laughs) It's Bowie. Bowie is the epicenter of it all. No, but my mom is really scared of that happening, um, of like people following you to your house. Like um, Mm. for high school, my bus stop used to be like right in front of the house, basically. And she would always be like, just wait a little bit before the bus goes before you go into your house. I'm like, who do you think is going to like these kids are going to follow me into my house? And she's like, no, it's the bus driver you have to be careful about. Oh, Mm. I, I, I think she has a very active imagination, too. But it's like it is creepy when you like think of people watching you go into your house i guess or mm-hmm. you know when you put it in your gps like where you live and then oh my, my mom's God, always Nick, paranoid that someone's gonna know yeah what? but anybody can Were be watching the one you telling us the story yeah mm-hmm. the, the one with like the shades and then yeah. like some guy was sketching this woman and then like she went to an art gallery and it was all like sketches of her yeah. through like the window was, I was that listening, you yeah, Wait, what was i was that? listening to a podcast and this lady was like oh. every night she would like keep her blinds open and like sketch on her little sketch pad in her room and mm. then like she did this for like i don't know months straight and then one day she like went to a i think it was like a some kind of festival or some kind of like outdoor shopping area. And she saw like paintings of her for sale. There were like images of her painting in her room at nighttime. And I guess that's how she figured out somebody was watching her for literal months, which is pretty, pretty scary to think about. But Mm -hmm. I mean, you really never know. Anybody could be watching you at any time. Like if you just like went to your blinds right now, lifted up a blind, there could be a set of eyes there. But don't I'm, say I'm, that. I'm, Do not I'm, say I'm, that. I'm, 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 just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like you just don't know. Like not, not. Oh, there's someone like in your shower curtain, or like when no, you're watching, no, like, no. you look up and then there's like a face. <laughs> you know what I hate? Okay, I'm gonna creep myself out so much though. What I hate is like um, when you're like driving alone at night or whatever, and you look in your rear view mirror. mirror. I hate looking in my rear view mirror because it could be like someone could be standing there. Standing you know, there. like in the road or standing or when I drive down Caverly at night, Linda, I always imagine <laughs> oh, someone's yeah. gonna be standing there in the road. <sighs> that happens because people always go on walks, man. <laughs> yeah, but not at night though. I like pitch dark, but I hate that because no it's lights. like Yeah. And it's always like the kind of the corner of your eye kind of thing, or you like glance up and then you don't see it until you look again. Those kind of mm. things creep me out. Yeah. But or like at I night when like your clothes look like a person. <laughs> Oh, (laughs) yeah. But I think it's more spooky when you're driving and it's like a one, like that Beaver Dam Road where USDA USDA is, where it's like Mm -hmm. a sharp turn and you can't see, and it's a single lane, so you can't see what's coming on the other side. Yeah. But it's fun too at the same time. It's not fun, Sally. Sharp turns, (laughs) it's like jump scares, but in real life. (laughs) I mean, I guess we can talk about, um, like we talked about how media kind of scares you a bit or makes you is easy for you, Sally, because you can separate it from real life. But what happens when like media is in real life? Like, for example, you were talking about how Blair Witch Project is filmed in this area. Like, that's too mm-hmm. real for me. Yeah. You know? Nick, have you heard of that? The Blair Witch yeah, I have, Project? I have. I've seen yeah. it. I, so I watched the movie 
you, you, did you see the original or the remake? Uh, I, think I think there was I like a remake. 2016 remake. Yeah. So yeah, I, I watched the remake where too. Where exactly but was it filmed? Patapsco. It was. I don't know where exactly it was filmed, but why do you keep saying Patapsco? <laughs> it's in Bert, like Burtonsville or something in Maryland. It's near Frederick. Like oh. a little bit west and south of Frederick, so kind of in my neighborhood, I guess. Ooh. But that's where it's set, and the the kids are like three these three like film students who go into the woods north of Burnsville because they're trying to look for the Blair Witch because they heard stories about her. Like apparently, in like the eighteen eighty four or something, some <laughs> like some girl went missing. Um, she got taken. Oh no! Some girl went into the forest and then she saw the witch. But then when people um, sent like a rescue party to go find her, like the witch killed all the people. But then the little girl escaped and talked about like seeing the witch there. And there was like a house in the forest that she was kept. And then later on, there was like a man who was possessed by the witch's spirit. Ugh. Oh, also, the, it was the spirit that was living in the house. Not the witch okay. already died earlier on, but. This man possessed by her spirit killed a bunch of children after bringing them to the house. So then these three filmmaker kids, like college kids, went to go see what it was all about. And then they went missing. So that's the premise of the But they have the, the footage. Movie. So they went missing, but people found the footage of them filming their mm. like exploration cool into the forest. That's the movie. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the movie. Yeah, it's like a found footage movie. I thought it was real at first. Like when it first came out, people were like, yo, is this shit real? Yeah. But it, it's not. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they marketed it so that the actors were dead or missing. Oh my gosh, yeah. they're really doing the most <laughs> for this yo, marketing. Yo. Do you guys think uh, like demons and spirits are more scary or like monsters? So, what's the difference? Are demons not monsters? No, like I'm talking about like the Loch Ness monster versus like a ghost or a oh. spirit, or like ghosts and spirit. Mm. Spirits are definitely more scary because a Loch Ness yeah, monster could be scary. friendly. Sure, I guess. <laughs> you know, there's a Loch Ness monster in the in the bay, in the Chesapeake Bay. Oh, really? Yeah, people. Those are interesting it. to me because they could just be. You know, they're just living their lives. They're like in the environment, kind of doing their own thing. But like spirits mm. and demons have like an intention, a purpose, and that's what's mm. scary. They have vengeance. Like if, it was just a ghost that was trying to like do its own thing. That's fine. But it's like when they have like a yeah, avenge a uh, revenge plan or like something like that. That's when it gets too much like i heard the loch ness is like a whale penis though like penis? that's what it is when it's like sticking up the whale that's penis? what it looks like peni stick up yeah well i i saw this on tiktok where someone was like explaining oh, anyway, wildlife <laughs> and stuff like that <laughs> but so they're, they're um, like actual animals mm-hmm. what about you nick do you agree say, say that again with your question do you agree with your question that uh, about yeah? De- demons are definitely which more, is more scary. scary. Demons and ghouls yeah. and all that. Anything that yeah. can be like it's haunting an area is like mm-hmm. I guess the big Bigfoot could also be haunting an area, but not like not in the same way as like a, a ghost or a spirit or something. Yeah, yeah. the idea that people can what be are possessed the... that is like the most scary thing in, in oh, any kind of yeah. horror movies when you like come to the house and the little child is possessed. Like, you have no oh. idea. And, like, throughout the whole movie, you just, like, figure out that this kid is actually the one who's, like, trying to kill them all. But 
I think possessions are so scary because it's like the idea that you don't like what you were saying, Nick, you don't yeah. know because the person on the outside looks normal or who you expect it. But it's like the idea that that person has lost control completely and you don't know mm. about it. Like, you know, that you movie? don't That's know who scary. you thought you knew. Yeah. 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 You yeah. know that movie Orphan? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard about that it. That thing used to scare me. It scared me so bad as a child. Essentially, it's like this girl who's who looks like an orphan. Like she looks like a 10 year old girl, but she's really like a <sighs> six year old woman who just like doesn't age Mm-mm. really. And basically she like those. gets adopted into families and she just tortures them mentally and like physically and like acts like a little oh. kid, but she's really just like a, a crazy old lady who's just trying to destroy families. I, I hate the things in, in movies and in TV shows, even if it's not like, what is it called? Like uh, bad, like the transformation is not bad, but anytime like in Rapunzel, for example, the Disney show movie where like the woman, she's like ageless and flawless because of Rapunzel's hair. And then as soon as Rapunzel's hair is cut, she like turns into this old woman, like all shriveled. I hate those kind of transformations. It's so Wait, like why? startling. I think it's because I maybe it's like the intensity of the change, I guess, from like being like this beautiful person uh, to like super old really quickly and it's like the deception of it i don't know mm, yeah like a different person i guess I also, and always like about women you know like they have to be yeah. like, beautiful which is also like a societal mm-hmm. thing you could definitely mm-hmm. write essays about horror movies and like how they play on common themes about you know like you were saying linda or about how it's most of the time the people who always get killed first in like horror movies are like young girls or like mm-hmm. happy couples, children. Or the girls are just like stupid um, yeah, characters. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of tropes in horror movies. Maybe if I watch a horror movie with that academic lens, <laughs> I could get through it. It's like I how think... you watch The Bachelor with <laughs> academic lens. <laughs> academic lens. <laughs> I think horror movies, a lot of them now are trying to be smarter about that just because like it's very played out. So they try to change it up so you get surprised because like nobody Mm. really finds that surprising at this point. That's why I like thrillers. I like thrillers a lot, even though they do still have the jump scares and things like that. I like it because it it makes you think more or I guess horror is pure, like pure adrenaline, pure fear. But thrillers, Mm. you have to like put your mind to it a little bit. So have you seen us? Us? No, it's like the Jordan Mm -mm. Peele movie. The dude who made Get Out. Mm -mm. No. What is the no. plot of yeah. the movie? Okay, so oh, this, it's really hard to explain. But <laughs> essentially, there's like uh, families that live on the surface. So these families are like oh. us, right? And then there's yeah, and then yeah, everybody yeah. has like an anti-person who lives underground and is like a replica of them, but they like live in terrible, harsh conditions. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to spoil the movie. Spoiler alert. Spoiler no, alert. No, no, uh, no, no, no. Wait, is it okay if I say what happens in the movie? How old is it? 2017. Like, oh, oh yeah, I guess. You don't. No, we should watch this movie. It's like it's a good movie. We should watch it. It's a good movie, but it, it, it freaked yeah. me out. Like I'm not gonna lie, it, it, it kind of bothered me. Like it wasn't like very scary, but like at like the plot twist of the movie, it bothered it bothered me. And in the beginning of the movie, there's so something that happens in like the first five minutes that is actually terrifying. Uh-huh. So it's way more than Get I Out. I didn't find Get Out scary at no, all. Get a, it's it's scarier than Get Out. Okay. Mm-hmm. I could get probably out watch just that. more creepy yeah. than scary. Like, yeah. People are freaks. 
what was that it's like a horror manga artist and then he did a thing where like there's a hole in the mountain and like the hole is like a shape of a person and like people are like really drawn to the hole because it's like made for them Mm. specifically so they just go into the hole and then go out the other side Mm -hmm. i think the thrillers and horrors that touch on like society i guess or like really call it out like uh parasite is not technically a horror movie at all, but it did have a little bit of a thrill to it. Those are interesting as well. But I watched a movie kind of recently. It's on Netflix, actually. It's called Call. It's like a Korean movie, but it's about this girl who she's like in present day and she, I think, lost her dad and she only has her mom who's like also dying s- soon. And she receives a call from a girl who lives like farther in the past i think when she was back in the time when she was like a kid but the girl she's talking to is like a teen similar in age actually but this she looks up this girl that she's talking to later on on the internet and she finds out that this girl died because her mom thought she was possessed and she was like trying to um, exercise her and then she ended up like being burned by her mother that but then sound um, like a thriller as they, she asked like pure <laughs> She asks like the girl who she talks to on the phone to change things in the past, which changes her future. It was really interesting. Oh, okay, yeah. that is interesting. It's like interesting, but I think you would be scared, but oh, a good scared. I, I got like a shiver up my spine. I did too. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, anything where it's like somebody from the past or like uh, an identical or a parallel version of yourself. That shit really creeps me out. So like, imagine you were just walking mm-hmm. in society and then like you just stumbled upon like a another version of you but it was like all the bad in you and put it compressed into a person and you had to interact with them so that's kind of how us is like basically they get kidnapped by like this alternative version of them which is more like demonic and uh it's pretty interesting but yeah that stuff kind of we should watch that that sounds good we should watch it we should do a scary movie marathon Okay, but that's not a scary movie. That's a, a thoughtful scary movie. Can we have a thoughtful scary movie marathon? Sure. Okay. Yo, we need. To go, I can't do the pure horror. We need ones. to go out in the fields. Fuck all the movie no. stuff. <laughs> get a, get, no. Bro, I'm trying to get a camcorder and get it, get it going. Man, I'm about to go out in the Next woods. Next thing you know, go we're just gonna find your camcorder. Bro, your body will be missing. Be we'll never see you, you again. You'll be with me, so <laughs> I will not be with bro, you. I will carry on your legacy. Yeah, you I will tell yo, your story. Incoming. Nick. Okay, moving along. They're gonna drop a YouTube video soon. They're gonna be going no. haunted house. We're <laughs> gonna be going to all the haunted houses in the area. Bring a little camcorder. Ming's gonna be the the star. I don't think so. Yeah. We're gonna have a, you know those little things where you can detect spiritual activity. We'll have that hooked up to Ming's forehead. <laughs> oh, <And> yeah. <laughs> as she goes near her, it's like, ding, 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 ding. Like, oh, she, Ming, you're standing next to a ghost. <sighs> you know, they no. actually sell those, like, dowsing rods that lead you into some, like, direction where the spirit is. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there's, like, those uh, Ouija boards. People oh, use we didn't connect. even talk about Did Ouija you? boards. I was terrified you, was of Ouija boards. For yeah. you guys. Yeah, and my elementary school because it was a a Christian school, and they always told us about like how the devil is like the Ouija boards are the devil's work or whatever. Like <laughs> you're not supposed to play with them because it's like going against God's will, all that, all that. And so they told us that Toys R Us sells Ouija boards, and like Toys R Us is wrong for selling Ouija boards, and you know it's bad of that company. And so on my birthday dinner, like when I was like 
yeah, elementary school, we would go out for dinner at this one restaurant and it was right across the street from a Toys R Us. And that year, because I had just heard how Ouija boards are the devil and like it's evil, I could not pay attention to my dinner because I was I kept an eye like on the Toys R Us because I was afraid. <laughs> I don't know. It was like possessed that store itself to the point where I actually started crying in the middle of my birthday dinner. <laughs> and my mom was like, what is wrong with you? And I told her the whole thing. And um, she was like, I don't really know what she told me, but somehow I got over it. Like, like, I was so scared of just, yeah, the store itself that I was like ruining my own, I don't know, I guess my my fear overpowered me. <laughs> but Sally, you did you play with them? Yeah, so I just mentioned the Ouija board because I thought it was interesting. And it was a thing in our like middle school days. And my friends and I thought it was funny, but we never got one to play with. We were just laughing at the thought of it. You See, know? Ouija boards I would play with now because I don't really believe in them. Yeah. So. Also, there's no way that you can get a coherent word from just like moving your hands around. Isn't it just you moving your hands? No, it's everyone puts a hand on and then you just like oh, move okay. it. So it's like but. people pushing it basically. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can do that. I'll, I'll do that while yeah. you guys are out uh, in the fields. No, Waking you'll be out in the fields with us. I want to go to the dead body field uh, in USDA. Yeah, they found a dead body. Field. Let's just hit all the USDA mm-hmm. fields. Go hang out with some cows, too. Okay, I can do the cows. <laughs> <laughs> That's not haunted, though. We got to go to some haunted houses. It's going to be haunted cows. Glendale Hospital. Buildings. There's a hospital in Glendale, which is near my house, um, where it used to be a sanitarium for people with tuberculosis. And a lot of people died in the hospital and like people think it's haunted. And so many people try to go in now that there's always a police station outside of it, like surveilling oh, it. So I'll hang out with the police. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather Just stand tell them at the gate. a photography project and then they'll let you in. <laughs> I don't know how you were let in, Linda, as like children let into that. My area. friend looked old, so I think oh. she had some street cred. A photography project. <laughs> okay, Nick, do you want to tell your story? I hear it has to do with climbing, so I am at least a little bit intrigued. Oh yeah, so today on the it job, was today? I was surfing. Yeah, yeah, I was surfing all slash no sleep, and I came about the. Uh, there was a story from a guy who said, uh, "I am a search and rescue officer for the U.S. Forest Service. I have some stories to tell." Oh boy. I don't know where else to post these or to tell. I can't tell people in my life about this, so I have to tell it to the internet. And there was one one story he told about a a guy who went on a climbing trip, a solo climbing trip. And uh yeah, basically he was just climbing up this mountain, climbing up this mountain, and uh he uh he had broke his leg because once he got to the top of it, he witnessed this guy who had like a blank face. He went in <gasps> into this cave area and there was a guy who, had, who turned around. He was up there with no climbing gear or anything. And he was like, hey, what's up, man? Like, how'd you get up here? And then the guy turned around. He had no face. I hate and that. And it scared him shitless. So this guy like tried to climb down as fast as possible, but he ended up breaking his leg like because he was in such a rush. And he ended up falling like 20 feet or something like that. And uh, that so shit. he was stuck up there for like two days. And he said every night he would hear like, some screaming and the only person who was there with with him was this guy who had a blank face and then uh-huh. essentially when the park and rescue service people came to get him they were like this guy was like completely inconsolable wow and, uh yeah they said he said like ever since that point like this guy quit climbing 
<gasps> like he he never goes back up into the mountains. Like all he does is just like chill on flat ground. But, well, you know, climbing <laughs> or faces, anything that has to do with faces is really creepy. Like, uh, Nick, did you ever watch Avatar? Mm-hmm. Oh, the you know faceless. How, I have an Avatar the, tattoo. The face. You do? Avatar The Last Sandbrenner? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have an Avatar tattoo. Huh? Okay, we can Rich, discuss Rich, this after okay. the party. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, Linda, the I forgot his name, but like the... It was like oh? a test or something, right? Yeah, he's like yeah. the spider creature, and he has like every he. If you look at him, he takes your face or something like that. Mm. And so he has like multiple faces that he puts on. That terrified me. I I was like, how is this a children's show? And then um, in Game of Thrones, where um, the girl with no name and like how there's a wall of faces that always creep me out. I, oh. I don't like that because it's yeah. like yeah identity. Like the- skin stuff that creeps yeah. me out too like mm-hmm. you have like a, yeah. a skin mask or something <laughs> yeah, his name was uh ko the face dealer yeah ko and i remember oh. because he had stole that one of the previous avatars he stole his like uh-huh. girlfriend's face and that was terrifying yeah, i would have peed my pants as a kid a watching that show and i watched it at like 20 20 years old <laughs> wait Ming, have you seen voldemort <laughs> No, I've never seen. Wait, um, I was really scared of wait, Voldemort as a child. Like. Really? I was scared of him too. <laughs> yeah, I think that was like the only Harry Potter movie I watched in theaters, and I didn't watch any other ones um, that were before it. So I didn't know what was going on, and I just saw Voldemort. I was like, "This guy is so ugly." <laughs> <laughs> ugly his, ones that scared you. Those was gone. Oh, well, thank you for that story, Nick. You want to know why? My you dreams. know why his face is like that? Who, Co? No, Voldemort. Voldemort. Oh. Voldemort. Yeah. It's because <laughs> he like split his soul, right? He like split himself up. He just like, like fucked he up. Lost a, he, I, no, 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 I thought it's because he, he split his soul and he lost a part of his more, like his uh, mortality or some shit. So he's like not fully human anymore. I think so, why? yeah. He used like, to have so a nice, he the, he used have a nice face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, no, he like, he like lost a part of his like body. I think he became like a dead body or something. Like he was like yeah, possessing other like people. That. Yeah, he split his soul up. Yeah. Interesting. You haven't read Harry Potter? Interesting. No, I haven't. So wow. I have no reference for this, but I know what he looks like. Yeah. I, I have He's read sick. the Reddit before though the, the no sleep one and there's like a subreddit that branch off of that about all these um stairs that lead like stairs in the mountains or stairs in the woods that like lead to nowhere like foundations or houses that like aren't there that mm. a lot of people post stories about that and it's kind of creepy yeah reddit is creepy i heard about that too yeah like, there's just random staircases out in the woods that mm-hmm. no one, some like people can't explain why they're there at all because there's no foundation. Yeah. It's just a staircase. I'm scared. Okay, it's about time to wrap this up. Let's, let's yeah. wrap this episode up, Sally. <laughs> anyway, so this was a fun and timely episode, just in time for Halloween weekend. I hope you guys uh, enjoy listening to our spooky stories. Please let us know if you were actually spooked by our stories. If mm-hmm. not, we'll try to find spookier stories next time. We'll go find the goat man for you guys. We'll bring we- we'll bring everyone to go find the goat man. <laughs> Can I say one last thing? Yeah. 
What do you want right, to say? If y'all got any Squid Game theories or thoughts, <laughs> like, send me a text message. Like, message me on Instagram. I don't know. Uh, actually, if you got anim- anime recommendations too, hit me up. What's your course. Instagram, Nick? Yeah, plug your handle. Actually, yeah. I don't want to expose myself. What? So. <laughs> you just, 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 just ask Ming or uh, Sally or, or Linda. Okay. okay. We'll tag you in our post. <laughs> don't worry. Okay. Yeah, let us know uh, if you guys have any spooky stories yourself. You can DM us or, I don't know, tag us on our Instagram or something because we want to know. At least I want to know if you have any interesting experiences. I want to know too. If you like this episode, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And you can find us on Instagram at movingalongpod and check out our Medium blog for all of our bonus contents. You can follow us there at movingalong.medium.com. Until next time. Bye. Bye.